six, five, four, three, two, wait, 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 from 11. This is the 11th episode. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Afterthoughts Podcast, where we share our thoughts after stuff. And today we have a special guest special joining guest. us, the one and only Come on. James Powell. Come on, Red Rock family. James, Woo! is this your first time on a podcast? This is. Wow, this is man. my first time well, on a podcast. Don't Thanks be, so much. Don't, don't be, be nervous. nervous. Okay, I'm gonna. You chill. know Ryan. You know Doug. Yes. Decent guys. Great guys. Yeah. Kayla's got your back over there. Yes. yes. Uh, James. You joined the Red Rocks family earlier this year. You just preached down here in Austin. Everybody already just loves you. Family. Come on. It's been awesome. But most importantly, to get to know you, we need to know about your sports teams. Okay. The the first part of the show, we tend to talk about sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Because that's what the people want. Okay. That's what they're asking for. This is episode 11. Um, Oh, we should have him. Oh, James, before we do that. It's really important to us that people like this podcast. And so yeah. we're all about people smashing that like oh, button, which is just the coolest thing ever. Like, share, and subscribe. And so we would like you to do the honors. Oh, smash show smash people how to smash that like button. You got boom, yeah. like yeah. it. That's right. Yes, come on. That, come on, that man. That is amazing. This is great. We come are, on, we are hoping to get hammer. 11 likes of this episode. Let's because it's our go. 11th episode. Let's go. I guarantee mm-hmm. four right here. You did great. That's right. And then. And Kayla's got an account. Jake's got away. an account. Maybe <laughs> make a few extra accounts. Mom will like it. Andy will like oh, it. Oh, yeah. We're fine. We're That's almost great. there already. Smash that yeah. like button. And if there's an unlike, it's a bot. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> it's a, a bot. Always a bot. It's if always, we hit 11 likes, we're officially viral. So it's going to be a great day. There's a phone here if you need it. Yeah. It's an old you know, rotary. So Call on in. You can call whoever you want. If you want to call your wife, if check you in. need to chime in. Oh, <laughs> you, we got chimes yeah, for us. Just, just let me know if you need to chime okay. in. <laughs> I got you. Bro. Acclimated. Now, <laughs> now, okay. you, now you know. So oh. that's so yeah, <laughs> with all that, all, it's a lot to take in. I know it's a lot to take in, man. You'll get it. You'll get it. So it's our uh, podcast, uh, SU podcast. Oh, gosh. I love it. That's right. That's right. I need a prop. Next time I'll have a prop. Yeah. Next time, bring a prop. Okay. Think of something fun, but for now, you can use any of these. Can I just say, I think it is so unique and amazing how you drink coffee out of the cup that you choose not to use the handle of the coffee. Oh, yeah. I love that because you're like, no. I want my hand to be hot. I don't need that handle. Scalding. Dude, come on. Oh, because it does warm your hand, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I have bad circulation in my hands. This is a whole other experience. Dude, there's times where Doug will just put hot water in a cup during a meeting and just hold it like this. Have I not told you guys about my bad <laughs> circulation? No. Let me tell you. Well, Doug, I'm sure we'd all be fascinated <laughs> to hear about your circulation, man. With all of that said, um, of course, James, tell us about what sports teams <laughs> you root for. We're talking like lacrosse, hockey. Anything. The anything. Major sports. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, yeah, people live for the banter before we get <laughs> right? to oh, man. Yeah, the, the actual No one yeah. fast forwards through that <laughs> to get to the meat. <laughs> okay. Uh, so moving to Denver, for sure gave up a few sports teams. Uh, just decided, hey, we're, we're going to go ahead. We're going to be hometown fans. Free Denver. Okay. Uh, big Saints fans. Okay. New Orleans Saints. Okay. Um, but now... We are with the Broncos country. Broncos. Is that let's right. I'm sorry. how do you just sorry for that. give that up and then become Broncos people? Yeah, I mean, well, I feel like we're called to a life of sacrifice, Doug. And so, uh, <laughs> being a Broncos oh, so fan, good, pretty man. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so sacrifice this year, especially. So. Yeah, every weekend. <laughs> so, you're um, a CU Buffs fan, then? You're a Coach Prime guy. Oh, uh, yes. Now, uh, there's a caveat to that because I'm originally from Alabama. Oh, and so I will forever yeah, be yeah, roll yeah. tide till I die. Wow. You know what I'm saying? If you, yeah. Well, that's good for you. Yeah. You've won a couple national championships here. Or there. Yeah, just a like few of those. Nick Saban and Dion seem to be boys. They seem to they, hang out. They record commercials together. So. Uh, I'll tell you this. You heard it here first on the afterthoughts. A before thought on the afterthoughts. There we go. Uh, Love it. Dion Sanders, Alabama's head coach in the next three don't, years. No. Don't. Nope. Don't even. Don't report has Dark, been James. confirmed not true. It can never happen. Dion can't go anywhere. Lord, Lord, I just negate that prayer. (laughs) He's got to stay. You just undeclare and undegree that? (laughs) Rebuke that. Okay. That's not okay. Would a hedge of protection keep (laughs) Dion in Boulder for a decade? Hey, fun Uh, fun fact. Drew Brees went to the high school down the street from here. No way. Yeah, a couple streets, but yeah. Uh, You know, he was in Denver recently. With Sean Payton and Russ. Was he? Just he trying was. to teach him something. Just, yeah. Come okay. on. Trying Hopefully to that, well, see if it works. 
Uh, okay, well, thanks for joining the Denver sports family. Yeah, thanks so much. We moved to Austin, but retained Denver. You, rightfully so. Completely. So, so big Nuggets fans still. Big and, Nuggets and fans. NBA champs. No big deal. Come on. Avalanche, Broncos. But became yeah. UT Rockets. Buffs. And we root, yeah, we root for the Longhorns. Root for, Absolutely. Root for the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. SEC football. You can come down in the future and watch yeah. Bama and Texas. Well, that's Texas played Alabama that's, that's this year. Spot. That's right. That's a sore spot. Yeah, we can, just, spot. we can just... Hey, but you beat A&M. A lot of, we did. A lot of Aggies around this Whooped place. Up on those Aggies. They all talk great. about how awesome College Station is, and then immediately move to Austin when they graduate. Uh, speaking of Aggies, <laughs> is Larry an Aggies fan? Larry, <laughs> we do need to give a shout out to shout Larry. Out to, okay, Larry loves the Afterthoughts podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> according to Diane, his wife. Larry, Larry we love you. Larry Legend. We love that. If guy. If you are listening cool. to this, we love you so much, he Larry. Is an absolute legend and Come a great on. fisherman, from what I've heard. From mm-hmm. him. Yes. Uh, let's move on to everyone's favorite part of the Afterthoughts podcast, which is <coughs> questions with Kayla. Yes. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Kayla, welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be back for last week. Yes, and the week before. <laughs> and, and the week many before. <laughs> it's but good to I have you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much. Let's do some rapid fire questions Ooh. with James here. Let's go. People don't really, I mean, they don't care about what yeah. we have to say no. right now. They want to hear from James. Yeah, right. Um, Give the people what they want. So, That's in light of your time. message, James, this yes. past weekend. Oh, was not um, expecting this to take that hard turn. Ready. We're, we're diving <laughs> Ready. Yeah. We're here. We're here. Um, who do you guys, or you can answer for each other, get told you look like the most? Oh, oh. great. That's Ooh. good. Okay, so <laughs> this is going to everybody then. Everybody. Rapid fire with James for everybody. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Um, well, you said the anger emoji in Shrek. Yes, yeah, yeah. My I don't about agree myself with this. You guys. Wait, agree. people have literally told you, dude, you know who you look like? <laughs> Shrek. The green dude. cartoon <laughs> ogre. The ogre, dude. Well, you know, they don't define it. They just, they just speak it, and they're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. So, yeah, yeah, and what do they, what do you say back to that? I usually just go, thanks, and then I never talk to them again. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that friendship. Yeah. Thanks, have you so talked bad, to a person man. before? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you, got, have you gotten a normal doppelganger response from somebody? Just like no, someone that you're like, that's literally, a- the only two I can think of right now are oh, Shrek yeah. and the angry emoji from Inside Out. Okay. That's it. That's okay. Have you guys awesome. got, do you guys get an ear? Yeah, or if you on. think you know who we oh, look like. I, come go. on. I feel like Ryan sometimes looks like one of the guys off The Chosen. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. You see it? Come on, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. Ryan reminds me of Jesus. Oh. He does? Oh, no. I wasn't saying that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were quoting somebody. I was quoting somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry, sorry. I forgot how the game works. And, and different Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Who do people There's say this you really like? godly guy, Ryan. From California, he reminds me of Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ryan Atwood from the OC. I feel like you got that at some point. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ben yep. McKenzie from Austin. I get. Yeah, I've got. I get a lot. Yeah. Of people. Sean Johnson. Yep. I get Sean Johnson. You get yep, confused yep. for Sean all the time. Who's... I sign autographs in uh, attacking anxiety for people <laughs> at Starbucks. On. Okay. Yep. Uh, I've, I've signed, Seems like doppelgangers are really tough for you, dog. I'm really yeah. sorry about that. <laughs> Poor Doug. Yeah. Hey, but Shrek. I got Shrek. Shrek and Sean. Ryan Gosling. I will say this. Sean's Younger version of Brad Pitt. <laughs> Good for you, man. No. Such a cool part of yeah, the show. Oh, Thanks, man. <laughs> Pass. No, but it, the Sean thing. I love Sean. I go, hey. Sean's a, a, a good-looking guy. Yeah. He's 15 years older than me. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I and guess it's the gray hair, but... Sure. Well, I, I do forget totally, he's man. that old. I, I did recently, we were, like, standing around. I go, yeah, yeah, this lady, she's, like, super old, like, 50. He's like, what? what super just, young. What like, did you super just say? young. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. get it. There's a, the cashier at the gas station. When I go pay for gas, like... Sometimes I, I pay with cash. Oh, okay. I, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing that I that I, I have. I'll have that. I'll have forty dollars. Where do you get forty dollars cash, dude? It's mm. always presents okay. for Christmas, for my uh, birthday, and I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? And so, what am I gonna do with cash? <laughs> what am I gonna do with forty dollars? <laughs> so every time Stop I get to a gas station, dude, every time I get to a gas station, I'm like, this is my time. Be like, people used to do this. I'll still do this. And so I'll go in and be like, thirty dollars on pump three. And every time the cashier is like, dude, you look like the Hulk. 
but not the the Hulk from the the Marvel movies, the one before Edward Norton. I've never seen Edward Norton. Oh. Yeah. And so every time he's like, whoa, 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 dude, don't go Hulk on me. Tough life, these guys. Tough guys. Tough life. But I hear it, dude. I hear it. I hear it as my, my actor's famous too. I hear it as like angry <laughs> Hulk, who's like tearing things apart. No, who's like buff he's and super shredded. muscular. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely it. Wow, that's just tough. a giant. What about you, guy? Captain Morgan? Like, who do you? Like? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, hey, Captain Hook. <laughs> who do you all? <laughs> I haven't gotten that yet, but I'll take No, but I'll stick with the pirate theme and, and tell you who I think he looks like. Johnny Depp. Or we could say, I'll say the Kroger brand version. Oh, the store brand, yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Of had Will Turner, there. played by Orlando Bloom. Okay. And pirates oh, okay. okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Orlando yeah. Bloom. I, yeah, I normally get told I look like a re rejected cast member of The Chosen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like an extra. Uh, throwing it up, chosen. but Blanky from Brave Little Toaster. Oh, yeah. I, I, you cannot I, see it. When you see it, you cannot Jake, see it. Can you throw up a picture? Yeah, put pictures up okay. for all the time. In high school, my older brother, his group of and friends. Smash that like button. That's right. <laughs> my brothers, they were all older than me, and they always said I looked like the blanket from the movie The Brave Little Toaster, <laughs> which is an animated blanket. I'll look pain, at the brother. camera and maybe. Feel your pain. Come on. Here's I'm going to drink cartoons, like You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. I'm going to. I'll take what Doug said, though. Thank you for that. I'm going to yeah. write that in my diary tonight. Sure, tell man. Steph. Hey, you know what sure. Doug said? It's so crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think? Like. Anyway, do you think I look like this cool heroic pirate guy? <laughs> yeah, who's, who's got who's a man of integrity and yeah, a captain of a who's becomes Orlando, a captain. Who's or, is he married or dating somebody? I feel like, who? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Really? I just saw that. Wow. Did not there know. She kind of has a type. I guess. Yeah. Well, Pirates. Well, a super cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, elves who are really good with bow and arrow. Yes. Yeah, dude. Dude, there's Angelos. a great. There's a Jacob finds these funny. Uh, Lord of the Rings like m videos where it's like every time Legolas spoke to Frodo in the Lord of the Rings and it's just him going and my bow and the credits <laughs> just run <laughs> and, and you have my bow they traveled together for so long and that was their only yeah. dialogue there's like one that's like every time two women talk to each other in the Lord of the Rings and it's just it's like a mom talking to her daughter oh, yeah. or something and that's it just yeah. one scene <laughs> think that somebody is sitting bow. around like, what video should I make yeah. today? Yeah. I got it. <laughs> it really makes you appreciate it. I'm going to watch all three Lord of the Rings and find every time that they have a conversation. It was great. Oh, I do appreciate phenomenal. people who do that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. It's great. Legolas the whole time was probably like, this Frodo guy is very <laughs> moody. Yeah. He's very moody. He always makes one look with his face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he could have been cooler. Yeah. <laughs> so Voldemort. <laughs> Shrek, Shrek. And... Beans from Evil Latin. Beans from Evil Yes. Thank you for that question, Kayla. That was, oh, in the end, so very yeah, life filling for each. Yeah. Yeah. Super encouraging. Oh, I feel built up. I don't feel angry Ooh, gonna, at all. We're going to think of somebody that you look like that's a compliment to uh, yeah, yeah. weigh out this, shaking this wreck, people. We were circling around. The plate was going around. Everybody was like, man, let's find somebody. Who's James looking find? like? Got nothing. That's uh, <laughs> a like Shrek in your emoji. <laughs> all, right. all right, that's enough. Can't wait for your second question, Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, Kayla. Rapid fire. Glad I get to <laughs> drive over a bridge <laughs> on my way. Super rapid fire. Yeah, it's going to be a lightning round. We'll talk for eight minutes. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> really quick answers there. Good right. lightning round. All right, this, let's yeah. go. Uh, Ryan, a uh, yep. book you guys love. A book I love. No, just for James. But you guys don't answer. We no, don't no, answer. No, no, no. Just on, James. <laughs> don't let us answer. It's sorry, guys. Sorry, forever. Ryan. We're awful. You know, um, you know, mere Christianity. Nice. So. Dude, that's always the answer. Dude, every time I need, somebody I need finds it. me in the lobby and yeah. is like, give me a book to read and I panic, I yeah, always go, oh, mere Christianity. It is. Yeah. True but it is a read. You're going to have to read each chapter twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone needs to write the message version of that book yeah. for me. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yes. I would really appreciate that. that Paraphrase and then record the audio version. Oh, and, dude. and then do a children's book version of that. Surprise by hope, dude. I need a surprise by hope uh, as narrated by Larry the Cable Guy. That's so, what I need. We can. He's, he's, he's actually. He's a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. We can yeah, make that happen. Okay. So uh, your Christianity. Real book would be. Well, that is Contrarian's guide. <laughs> Contrarian's guide to Christianity. Probably one of my favorites. Cool. Yeah. Who, who wrote that? Um, Larry Osborne. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Very cool. What do you like about it? Um, th there's one part of it about electric fences that I really like, and he just talks about how sometimes we put fake 
um, blockades up. Boundaries, yeah. And because, like, you, you see, like, a row of electric fences, right? Yeah. You go to the first one, it says, don't touch it, or you get electrocuted. You touch it, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. didn't get electrocuted. You go to the second one, don't yeah. get electrocuted. <laughs> so it kind of equates that to, like, how sometimes we can build barriers up in Christianity mm. that aren't real. Nice. The problem is there is a real electric fence, and by the time you get to it, you don't trust it anymore. Uh-huh. So that's one of my okay. favorite chapters. That's, that's good. Have that's you ever good. been shocked by an electric fence? Uh, actually, yeah. You yeah. have? I grew up in Alabama, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've been known On to purpose. Friday been night. To pee against one of those. Uh, oh, yes, 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 wow. right? Right? Yeah. That takes <laughs> some guts. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> <laughs> say that the right way. Kayla. All right. <laughs> Is guts the right word? <laughs> All right. James' favorite movie? Oh, um, an appropriate favorite movie to say on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Of the Christ. Yes, yes. <laughs> my favorite. Uh, enjoy the book even more. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, the book is better than the movie. Yes. But the movie very is very detailed good. screenplay. Uh, Russian of the Christ. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite uh, as seen edited on TNT with all of the uh, removal of any content that yeah, would be course, offensive yeah. to anyone course, that's watching the podcast yes um would have to be training day with denzel oh, Washington. Oh, <laughs> so good man speaking of the new equalizer have you seen it possibly watched it this weekend <laughs> yeah possibly blown away i yeah. think it's the best one of the whole okay. series okay there you go denzel he is he is the best i knew I, oh. early in marriage when i think the first one was out i knew that I had made a good choice. My wife chose that movie for a date night. She's like, let's go see Equalizer. I was like, all right. Here we go. This is going to be great. Will you marry me? Yeah. Well, we were already married. Again? I asked her again. Uh, Can we stay married? One actor, actor, you can only watch their works forever. Dude, Denzel might might be it for me. He's a good Brad Brad Pitt, maybe. Yeah. So I get money. Tom Hanks? Tom Tom Hanks is good. Like supporting actor in a lot of really good movies. He's just good at everything. Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. That's Doug's guy. Then you get people say I look like him. I was, I was, <laughs> no, I was looking at the nobody, strong jawline no, and nope. the traps. So I was like, nobody wait, has wait, ever wait, said that. Nobody, nobody, that's nobody. who I was thinking of. Yes. People say you remind me of his character in Extraction. <laughs> you guys are just two peas in a pod. Yeah, you are. No. Oh. Wait a second. No, no, that's not true. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's come on. Lightning okay. round. Here we okay. go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah lightning. <laughs> um. There's some debate on this one. What's the largest animal you could take on in a fight to the death? One on one, no weapons. Like where it would, it's it trying would to beat you, you up pretty bad. Yeah. But you'd make it out of there. Yeah. You, you would win in the end. Take the animal down. Sorry to. I think a golden doodle. I've, I've got the leg <laughs> up on, honestly. I think I could get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, okay. can, uh, I can demolish yeah. a golden doodle. I think you for sure could. <laughs> yeah. I like it. The Lord exalts those who very hold smart, James. Very smart. Yes. Hypoallergenic. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. it. Cool. I mean, Great. look. I'm going to walk away. Congratulations on your dog. No sinus infection. Rest of that thing <laughs> yeah. in the ground. Choke That's it right. out. Feeling yeah. good the next day. I'm yeah. not even coughing. This is great. Okay. Um, if you could go to any game in sports history. Yeah. Uh... Kobe Bryant's last NBA championship. Oh, that's Dang, such that's a, a good, good answer. Yeah. That's, yeah. No more needs to be said there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well said. All right. If you could be a fly on the wall in any moment mm-hmm. in history, what would you want to witness? Ooh. I hope he gets this right. <laughs> well, I mean, goodness. I, I think I would go with the creation of the Bitcoin so I could invest in it. I would <laughs> yeah, be a yeah, trillionaire yeah. today. Um, <laughs> fly on the wall, any moment in human history. Like episode one of the Afterthoughts, maybe. Oh, you know, like see the the origin story oh, of this podcast. Yeah, There's a documentary being made about <laughs> yeah, that. Dude. The, the day that uh, Ed Long, Ed, yeah, took the picture with you guys in Denver for the thing. announcement of Red Rocks Austin. Wow. That's exactly of all the moments. You dug deep for the moment. Moment. All of history. That, yeah, that's all of history. That's that's right. Is there a mic this guy can drop? <laughs> great answer. That's a great Nailed answer. Man. Come on. Anything else, Kayla? Yes. One wow. last one. This one's for all you guys. We're going to go more spiritual now. Transition um, moment. Dun, dun, dun. What has been one of the most pivotal spiritual moments of y'all's life? Whoa. It can be like more recently or if you want to go like deeper into your life, you can do that too. Um, I'll start when when we traveled for a year, came back for, had been back for a few months and I was struggling, like trying to process everything that had happened. And I was up, I was in Laguna Beach, up at the top of the world. It's a beautiful place where it's like hills, but then mountain. And I was just journaling. I have to internally process everything. So I'm writing out every 
last thing I can remember from the trip and I'm in June. So I'm like halfway through the year and I have this moment where I feel like the Holy Spirit's showing me I was with you there. 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 And I'm with you here. And I like, if someone was hiking, walking by, they would have thought like this guy needs help because I was just sobbing for, for a good 10, 15 minutes. And that it takes a lot for me to cry. And so I had one of those moments and felt like I was ready to end that chapter and step into the next. Mm. Beat that. Okay, I have one. <laughs> it's a competitive question. Yeah. Good. Ooh, um, so like actual spiritual. I'm gonna make, tracking down in my mind. I'm going to yeah. make something up. <laughs> I had one three days ago. Oh. Let's go. In Southern California. Let's go. And I, you know how like there's a difference between knowing something and knowing something. Mm-hmm. So I've always known um, being a pastor is just what I do. It's not who I am. But I had a moment sitting up on a cliff um, where that finally like really clicked in my soul, Mm. in my heart, um, that I'm just a, I'm a son. Dang. And uh, then that, and I happen to be a pastor. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But preaching and pastoring and all that, that's not my identity. And I've always known that, but I, I now like, I like experientially know that now. So you know what good, I mean? Man. Yeah, I do, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, bro. Um, I, I think a, a more recent one, dude. No, uh, here we go. Let's no, go. I think a, a recent one, obviously, is um, for me is being down here with you guys. Um, I was telling Ryan, like you guys are hands down some of the funniest, smartest. Uh, you're stinking talented at what you do. And so uh, when Doug first asked me to come down to Austin, I was like, I felt like an immense sense of pressure at first. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to, want to go down there and speak. Like they hear from incredible communicators every freaking week. Like I'm like here, and um, and you guys do this up here in such a way that I go like, dude, this is gonna be a pump fake for everybody in the room. And I felt a lot of pressure, and. Um, and like you're getting, I, I'm in a season where everybody's new and um, all of my relationships for most of my life have, you, you, you perform well enough in a relationship, mm. you do enough, you're talented enough, you earn enough, you, uh, you, you do enough and you get like a really good relationship and a friendship. Mm. And um, this weekend, like every time Ethan would make up stuff on stage about me um, and, and encourage, I just, <clears throat> Like it hit something, like you know, like yeah, I, I know, like we're we're doing this thing, but then it's like, um, it was like a little love note from God, mm-hmm. like being down here with you guys. It's it is the weirdest thing for me. I I told Brent on the way home, uh, yesterday or, or Sunday, I was like, dude, I just can't figure it out. Either these guys are just incredibly talented, at another level of like making people feel like they're friends, or they actually love us. And this is like the wildest like God moment that I've had in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, how wow. you guys have, like, loved us this past week, um, the only way I could describe it at the last service was it just felt like like a big hug from God or, like, a warm mm-hmm. blanket of love, which sounds awful. Like, but that's the way we felt this wow. week. Like, it has been so good for my soul, and I think it's, um, like, helped me shift out of a gear of performance mm-hmm. and just be like, okay. Especially on a weekend when you're talking about, like, growing up, feeling discardable. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, but, like, I just met these people – like for the second time or third time in a long time. And um, like we're, we're seen by them and loved by them just for yeah. who we are. So. Yeah. That's so good, bro. Well, I'm glad you felt that. Yeah, man. I wasn't making stuff up. I so, don't BS. Yeah. I don't say stuff that I don't mean. Yeah. And uh, your family, dude, seriously. Yeah, bro. I love the way that love you live your life. You're inspiring. Yeah, um, you guys a lot. Love you, man. You too, dude. So. Mm-hmm. And all the nice things you said about us, if you watch the podcast more, that might. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say a couple weeks ago, we were all up in Denver as a staff, and our friend Corey has written some of uh, some songs. Yeah. And uh, I walked into worship just with like ton of weight of personal life, ministry life, like all these things, even in my relationship with God. And it just felt like through like that worship time, it was, it's hard to put into words, but it just leveled so much stuff. And like, I'm, you know, same way I'm, it, I don't cry a lot. It's hard for me to feel emotion. 
or trust it or like you know experience it mm-hmm. and i couldn't i couldn't control it i was mm-hmm. just like bawling wow. all this stuff coming out and uh it was really powerful for me in a way that just like it was just kind of like when god speaks to the base of who you are yeah. and some things aren't even said it's just like i'm here yeah and all that other stuff i've got that and i'm gonna just take that off of you it felt it was really cool really cool powerful i love moment. that man yeah it's awesome yeah that's great yeah come on I see what you did there, Kayla. Shout out Corey Miller. Yeah. Or yes, is it a different yeah. Corey? <laughs> yes. This, That'd be awkward. No, not Corey Miller. No. Okay. no, yeah. Very excited about Corey's. Yes. What he's, Dude, just, yes, what he's doing. Oh, it's going to be so good. Recording in like... Uh, next week. Yeah. yeah, next yeah, week. yeah. yeah. It's incredible. I'm sure it'll yeah. be out soon. He is... We were just talking about this. Um, it, a great example of someone who I've just watched come to just live in the fear of the Lord which yeah. we've talked about recently yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. writes music out of that and just there's no show there's no performance there's nothing other than i just want people to get to god oh, man. and we're going to make this all for him and when i'm in worship like that man with those songs that he writes and just the spirit that's in there of true authentic like yeah. worship i man mm-hmm. levels me yep. really yeah. cool mm-hmm. um so Kayla, good job because what you did was ask us fun questions to get us open, and then oh, you just uh, cut yeah. to the core. See, see I see what that. you did there. Oh, Still you want to pray us out, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, we, I get so many compliments about Kayla. Everyone's like, her voice is incredible. It's so good for a podcast. Thank you guys. And I'm like, I warm up in the go. morning doing my voice lessons <laughs> for this. You're doing great. She should be like the. Uh, the Siri voice, oh, or yes. voice, oh. or yes. a meditation app oh, of some wow. sort. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I like yes. that. Thanks, guys. Great job, <laughs> Kayla. Yeah, no um, problem. All right, let's You're let's welcome. talk for the rest of this. I want to go into your sermon a little bit. Talk about your story. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about anger this weekend, yeah. but within that, just your testimony and your story of all mm-hmm. you've gone through. Will you give? This is brutal to ask, but like a really quick summary of your life, yeah. like kid tell now how you've got because you said one of the things that i think was so powerful is when you're like i am so excited to be alive i'm so passionate because i never thought i'd be here yeah and there's so many people i think sitting hearing that like not necessarily about being on stage that's not what you were saying it was like sharing the gospel and seeing god use my life that are like i want to be there like i want to see god work through my life i feel far from that so give a little of your story and then we'll dive in a little more yeah i mean i think briefly um i grew up as a kid in a pastor's home um and in the south in a very conservative environment a small town comes with a lot of different pressures performance like you are held to a different standard it's weird like you never signed up for the profession your parents did but you're held to the same standards yeah and so like the ability to just be a kid and like screw up and do kid stuff Mm. is kind of off the table so everything that you do that's wrong has major shame or trauma Mm. um so like i can remember early on as a five-year-old before we got to like the abuse and the shame and mm. uh all of that stuff like i remember like people pulling me aside like you're a pastor's kid we expect more of you and, oh, and so there's like five yeah I, I, I when i say i remember it because sometimes people say that stuff and you're like no you don't i literally remember yeah. on the sidewalk oh. on the side of the building this guy sitting down he had on overalls and he's like we expect more than you. Yeah, on overalls. And I was like, I ex- you better I not be wearing overalls. Your brother. Yeah. 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 Dude, I can't even imagine listening to that guy. If I witness, if I saw somebody say that to Will, oh, oh yeah, oh my gosh, put him in a headlock. Yeah. Well, you dude, know, uh, was, as a five-year-old. Yeah. So you remember that five? Um, I actually, it's so funny. Maybe. Uh, so I have a scar on my knee that one of my kids just asked me about. And they're like, like, how did you get that, Dad? And I was like, oh, you know, wrestling the golden doodle. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's actually like I was I was in the parking lot of the church playing um, during the service, which is a no-no. Like, you're going to be in there to hear God's word. And, uh, and a guy chased me in, threatening to whip me with a belt. So oh. I hid up under a pew, and the nail in the pew caught me. So that was like... Dude, that was like wow. no Dude, way. You have that scar just your whole life. Yeah, reminding you. You're five. Reminding me like what? So, so this like, I wonder like, what God would rather have yeah. you do: sit in a pew and obviously not retain anything, yeah. Yeah. or go be five and play, play in a parking lot. Dude, oh my that's god. So, so those are some of like the weird parts. Then you get to uh, yeah, man. Um, with all of that, it's like a pressure cooker for an yeah. entire family and yeah. uh, you know ecosystem, which means like you hold things in. Um, and so what happened is I experienced some different uh, abuse, then uh, 
sexual abuse inside the church. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're in a small town, um, well, for anyone who's dealt with that, uh, what most people don't understand is the person who receives the abuse carries shame and guilt as if they were the ones who caused it. Yeah. And it takes like therapy and the goodness of God to come near mm-hmm. to help you realize like that's not your shame to bear. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was an authority figure. So anytime that I would push back against this authority figure, it was looked at as rebellion God. to the church. And so that was kind of what I navigated early on. So I just kind of kept all that low, mm. um, tried to stuff it all down, had a traumatic event happen as a senior in high school, and everything just came busting out. And um, went to something they call senior week down in Alabama. You go down to the beach and you just party. Mm. And uh, I never had, and I went down senior week and just got hammered yeah. every stinking day. Mm-hmm. And my friends like that even partied before. They're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Yeah, because um, there was so much aggression. Because yeah. I was just trying to process trauma. I didn't know yeah. how to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought if I can get like wasted enough, mm. I'll tell somebody. And wow. eventually, that's what happened. Like I got wasted enough that I told somebody um, what was going on inside, what what I dealt with, and. Uh, which I do not recommend. Um, but because I had been doing all this partying, then I, I ended up homeless outside my house Jeez. and living out of the back of a Ford Explorer for a little bit. Um, some good friends in the church ended up, Neil and Sharon ended up inviting me to live in their house. Yeah. Uh, to this day, I'm so thankful for them. Mom. Um, they finished their attic, let me live with them, got me a job, got me in school. Um, and then through some like, really cool, just divine providential moments. Um, God found a way of like steering my heart back to his. Mm. Um, I lived in South America for about a year and just trying to figure out who God was. Cause I just knew everything I knew of Jesus. I loved everything I knew about church. I hated, mm. mm-hmm. And I couldn't let go of that bitterness. Yeah. I was just like, dude, I hate yeah. church. And it, it wasn't that I had some traumatic events inside the church at broken people, but the church is still beautiful. I didn't know how to separate the two. Yeah. So I just thought broken people means a broken church means a broken system. I don't want that. Yeah. So I try to study the world's major religions and I'm like, wait, there's only one of these. Like there's hope that Jesus comes back for you. Like somebody's coming back for you and it's Christianity. Mm-hmm. So I got to process this. And through that ended up um, in Ecuador going like, all right, God, I'll surrender the rest of my life to this, whatever it takes. So my journey to, becoming a pastor. I, I told Brian this weekend in between services, like, I'm not called to be a pastor. And I was like, wait, let me unpack that before I go back out and speak. <laughs> um, but I knew like my calling in life is to be a voice of hope. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. I get to do that mm-hmm. as a pastor for the rest of my life, great. If not, I told him, dude, I'll be a subway. I'll be the best sandwich artist. I'll be slinging hope. Dude, and you he would, can man. actually help you get connected yeah, yeah. to Subway if that ever Come on, brother. Yeah, dude. How many I'll years? Reference. Three years at Subway. Three years at Subway. It's yeah, got to be a record. experience of being a sandwich a artist. Are you a U-cut guy? I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do anything. Come on. Yes. All so so anything sandwiches, I can do it. The U-cut's my go-to. Yeah. You oh, thought yeah. that Doug was just a great preacher and pastor. He's a sandwich artist. No, guys, a preacher is what I do. It's not who I am. Come on. Sandwich, sandwich artist. artist. <laughs> That's what you realize. In, I am a sandwich artist who just happens to be a pastor right now. Okay? Doug's like, dude, whether it's Italian herbs and cheese or the bread of life, I got you, fam. I got you. I got a full meal prepared for you. Come on, just oh, oh, the dog. You want provolone, pepper jack, Swiss, or American? Come on. Oh, dude. Toasted or non-toasted? Oh. Let me, t- let me yeah. tell you this. Mm-hmm. If you could get the $5 foot long back oh, in this yeah. economy, man, that would be incredible. You remember that, man? Chicken teriyaki. So that would go dude, out of that chicken teriyaki really with the yeah. yeah. peppers and lettuce. $10 plus. And the, the, the Italian sauce. We had that deal. Oh, bro, I'll go for $5, man. That was the best. Yeah. And we did it every once in a while because we couldn't actually even afford that. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, oh, man. Your yeah, voice man. of hope. Yeah. So, I, um, And that led you into ministry. Yeah, so that led me into um, trying to pursue what that looks like. So I yeah. left Ecuador, and um, the next step in everybody else's mind was I would go into, like, church and get a job. And I was like, dude, like, if I'm going to do that, my character is just, like, super still obliterated. Like, mm-hmm. I know myself well enough to go, like, I maybe get like a year into this thing and I'm going to blow my life up. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a two year thing um, just to like form who I was as a person again. I was like, I was 21. So I'm going in, it's like all these 17 year olds 
and they're telling me what to do, which was mm. super humbling and good for my character. So <laughs> yeah. I did that for two years is where I met Britt and yeah. um, started chasing her down. And um, she finally said yes to dating me, then yeah. yes to marrying me. And now we got two boys, yeah. live in Denver. This is what we get to do. Dude, that's awesome. So she would be uh, Cameron Diaz's character from Shrek. <laughs> Basically, right? Is that what you're Are saying? You saying she looks like wow. Fiona? That was, Brett, I do not uh, think you look like Fiona. Brett. I cannot believe that Doug comments would say you look like Fiona. Fiona's the princess, Doug. isn't she? She's all, she also becomes an ogre in uh, the number two. So. Oh, oh, pre-ogre, yeah, Brett. Okay, okay. Thanks for watching this. Pre-ogre. More of Dick and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Along your journey, and you talked about this, forgiveness became a huge thing that like I have to forgive to, yeah. to let this anger go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no longer live in this mode of being big mad. Yeah. I got to forgive, which is obviously so much, so much, so much easier said than done. Practically. What did that process look like for you of counseling and forgiveness and all that you had to go through? My first day of uh, counseling with Dr. Kruger, I remember I just went in and I like screamed. I made like yeah. one loud statement yeah. that forever, will be private between he and I and God. But I just screamed and broke down in a puddle. He canceled, uh, canceled all of his appointments that day, did what we call a walk and talk mm, and walked wow. with me. And um, how old were you? Uh, at this point I was 18. Okay. 18, maybe 19. Those yeah. years are blurry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but he, uh, he started that process, but never pushed me towards forgiveness. It was a beautiful thing. Like he kept inviting me into freedom. And so it was like, it started with like an innocence, like a callback to innocence of like, hey, something was taken from you and now you're operating in this system of what we would call sin, where you're continuing to perpetuate shame in your life because you haven't been invited back to innocence. Let me invite you back to innocence. Wow. So he did that in a beautiful way. Um, practically, um, it wasn't until I lived in Ecuador that I remember um, I sent a MySpace message was how I forgave the person. Mm. Um, wow. And... That one was like a, it, it was kind of a one and done. Like, I'm not gonna have like ongoing conversation here, um, but I need you to know, like, I forgive what you did. I'm never going to bring charges. Um, I want you to know that when it comes to the world, like you're off the hook. Hmm. Um, and I needed to do that. I remember I typed it multiple times, finally sent it. Um, I think I sent and blocked. I think it was like, yeah, yeah, smart. yeah. but Fair. Um, hmm. in other arenas, you know, there's certain parts of your story that you can tell that are freeing for you. And then there's certain parts where you have to like practice a little bit of care for the other people so involved. And I think there's other parts of my story where forgiveness has been an ongoing process. Mm. Um, because when you deal with family or friendships, yeah. um, you still see some of those people. And some of those things become a process where you're going like, okay, yeah, there's new ways to forgive and new levels of that. So, um, I still have to process with Brit. I still process with a counselor. Like they're yeah, yeah. still, I, I told somebody this weekend, they were so kind. They're like, I'm going to forgive. And I was like, okay, but I also want to be very honest with you. You're going to be mad that you do it the first dozen times. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to be upset yeah. with yourself and going, why not let him off the hook? This is, this is unjust. I yeah. should have. And, um, for me, it's been this decision regardless of how I feel. Um, mm -hmm. and when I don't feel it, I process it with some people, around me that love me because I don't want to also, I don't want to do things because I think I have to. Yeah. So it's not that, yeah. but it's being obedient and then going, I don't feel like a fraud. I'm making a conscious decision to do something I believe is the right thing, even though it feels opposite of my emotions right now. Yeah. Dang. So that helps me feel more integrated with like who I am still. I don't Wow. That that's so good, that's, man. That's awesome. Is that something you've, you've picked up along the way? Cause I, I feel like one of the, the narratives that if we're not careful comes out in church, is that uh, it, it's like a very black and white thing where you, you used to struggle with this and then you have this amazing mm -hmm. moment in worship yeah. and then yeah. you're over here. And when it comes to salvation, I would say that's true. Yeah. When it comes to everything else, uh, sanctification wise, it's, it's such a process and you have good days and bad days mm -hmm. and you're such an amazing picture of mm -hmm. embracing the process with people. Um, is that something that you've you've learned along the way or yeah it was always this in my mind so it was this upward scale and I'll get here and one day I'll feel it and this will be awesome this was yeah. like the whole Christian life journey sin emotions trauma forgiveness and now I just think it's this yeah. um, I think it's the cycle wow. um, so for me it's that beautiful picture of and suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope now I have enough hope 
to go back into suffering and address it again at a better state of wholeness and healing with a little more hope that gives me perseverance that develops my character and it's hope. so it's a cycle for me it's no longer a season i always thought it'd be a season you're done with the sin a season you're done with this pain a season you're done with this trauma and i just go i don't think it's seasons anymore i just think it's a cycle but yeah. i get stronger as i submit to the cycle and understand where i'm at in it it's cool so there's days where i'm just persevering or there's days where it's painful and I go, this is suffering and this sucks i hate it yeah i can't wait to get to the next part wow. um but i feel like every time again finding somebody close enough to be honest about this the cycle part that i'm in so yeah it's all a process wow man so, i'm yeah, almost man. seeing like a, an upward spiral helix yeah 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 yeah. you know what i mean so you talk about like the cycle and the 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 suffering perseverance character hope and every time you sort of go through it it's like i'm stronger I'm yes. a little bit a mm. little bit more hope yeah yep. a little bit stronger a little bit more free a little bit more yeah, integrated yep. you know Jacob, I mean? can you animate the helix I, in yeah okay, call, call me crazy i think it's both because because okay. it's like yes i'm getting more hope and character it's also giving me enough hope to like go a layer deeper and figure out what was the actual suffering. So it's going mm. like now at this point at 37, I go, it's not just the act that happened to me. Yeah. It's the emotional thing of like, oh, you made me feel like I'm not valuable. Wait, wait, wait. Mm. I can still feel unvaluable. Yeah. And if I'm not careful when I go into an environment and someone makes me feel <laughs> invalidated or not valuable, I go back to the same emotion. So until I deal with this, mm. I can't go here. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's Absolutely. like it, it's it's moving upward by going deeper into those layers and going, what's actually happening in me? Yeah. Like walking in a room and getting nervous and going, like, hey, why do I feel rejected before anyone said anything? Yeah. Wait. I had years of my life where it was all performance, where it was like I knew I was gonna be rejected. There's no way to live up to those standards. Wow. Mm -hmm. So now I go, okay, I feel that way. It's not the truth of reality. Okay, I can process wow. it. Some That's wild, man. Wow, man. It's almost like there's you guys are like, what, dude? You are so jacked. No, oh, no, this makes so much sense. Yes. <laughs> so good. Or, like or, there's, yeah, or brilliant. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like there's like character, it's like this dimension. And then there's walking in anointing or whatever it is yeah. in, in here. And as you go through the journey, it's really just a game of becoming more integrated with, with who God created you to be. Yeah. Which is like Jesus was the, the primary example of being completely who he is, being his true self. We're all over here on this side of eternity, just trying, man, and yeah. just exploring and just figuring it out. Um, and it's just a lifelong journey, but yeah. it, it's it's beautiful to know, like, like you can keep going and you yeah. can keep persevering and you yeah. can get better at yeah. this as you go. Uh, your story, I think, just gives so much strength to people who maybe still have things in the shadows that mm, yeah. they don't think they could ever say, you know, or they could never tell somebody or let out. Um, when it comes to anger specifically, you talked about it as like a control tactic mm -hmm. of like, I can control now. Mm -hmm. I'll just be angry and no one's going to hurt me and no one's, you know, like going to yeah. get in here again. Nobody's, and I'm not going to be real or let anything back out. Um, I always, when I, well, when I look around the world right now, just people are so angry. You know, like yeah. you just have to drive somewhere right. to experience right. how angry people yep. are. I remember we were talking to Scott Brugman and he was, uh, he gets quoted about every episode of this. Yeah. And he said, uh, I just, you know, the world's just so angry. And then Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. And I was like, yep, officially. Yeah. Everyone yep. is so angry. You know, like yeah. everyone's lid is about to pop. Yep. Um, what do you, like when you mm. look at our culture, when you think of anger, and then you have practically worked this out so much, and you gave some of this advice this weekend, but thinking in terms of people who right now, it's like there's stuff beneath the surface that's, yep the reason for that anger. What's your mm -hmm. advice? I always think when I'm preaching, I'm preaching to myself at my most broken moment, yep. like right before I started hanging with these guys and our lives started to yep. change, to that 17-year-old kid who's metaphorically living out of his Ford Explorer, mm -hmm. angry at the world, yeah. horrible things have happened. What do you say? I think I would tell him um, it feels like the strong emotion, but it's the weakest. Like anger feels like strength that protects you. Mm. It's actually weakness that continues to perpetuate the hurt because you can never fully process. Mm. So what you're doing is you're using anger to keep people out in a way, but what you most need to heal is people close and to fully see you and still love you. Mm. Um, and so I would go back to the 17 year old and go, go into counseling sooner. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the best decision that anybody could have helped me make. The primary reason why I'll never forget Dr. Krug looked at me and goes, I can never say anything you ever tell me 
and if I do, you'll be a millionaire. And I was like, wait, win win. Great. Like, let's go. Yeah, game on. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, boom. So I remember. Which one of those I want more. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's been moments. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, for me, it was like this weepy moment of mm. finally saying some things out loud. Here's what I tell people all the time your story is your story to tell, it's nobody else's. And there's no timeline for how you have to tell your story or yeah. when. Yeah. Don't share it with anybody that you haven't proven to be trustworthy. Yeah. So I, I actually tell people early on, because somebody's like, dude, I'm gonna get in my small group. I'm telling them like, they may not be ready. Yeah. Like, you, right. like the relational foundation and equity has to be strong enough to Good. handle the relational pressure. Good. Yeah. And your story, no matter what parts you share, does have a weight to it. Yeah. And so, I'm able to share it now with more scar than open wound. Mm. I needed Dr. Krug to come in and see this bloody, gory disaster that I was yeah. Yeah. and not flinch. Mm -hmm. And because he didn't flinch, I'll never forget, he looked at me and goes, you're not crazy. And that was the first thing I needed to hear. Mm. And I've had multiple counselors throughout the years, Dr. Swift in Springfield, Missouri. Um, I remember one day he goes, hey, you're not crazy. Mm. And I think, um, one, process your story in a safe place. Make sure that you're protected. Number two, if you're hearing somebody's story, like don't flinch or uh, like one, don't flinch. Number two, don't be like, oh my gosh, that's so hard. That's so bad. No, 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 no. Like, mm. I love you. I see you. Those are important things. Mm. Don't gloss over it, but then go like, you're not crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, I, I think when people don't flinch, it gives you a little bit more hope. You're yeah. like, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not crazy. It's, yeah. It's good what you said about sometimes people will go to their small group or some friends. And I feel like that is a place for a lot of people where Christian community gets broken for them because mm -hmm. they feel like I put my story out there and it wasn't received in well, the way I'd yeah. hoped. But sometimes those people aren't licensed, trained professional counselors. Right. And so it's not that they don't care. A lot of times it's, I don't know what to say or I don't know how to handle this in the right way. And I think that's a good distinction for people of choosing yeah. who you share that stuff with starting with a counselor and not some guy you've known for two weeks in your small group yeah. who loves you, but yeah. Yeah, that's really may good. not respond well. If they yeah. flinch, it's not because they don't care about you. <laughs> they right? just, yeah. Have you ever pour, uh, seen where they pour uh, cold water in a hot glass, like fresh out of a dishwasher? Uh -huh. um, the glass is meant to hold it, but because it's heated, the cold water will cause it to actually yeah. break. Yeah. I think sometimes that's what our story does. We don't understand the environment of mm. that person. We go like, oh, this group was meant to hold my story. Community was. Yeah. But you don't know the pressurized heat that their story's going through. Mm -hmm. So if they've never like processed that, you dump your Dang. story in and then it goes, Psh! and it's like, then you go, the system's broken. Yeah. Groups don't work. You say, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, yeah. that's so that's good. So yeah, you good. need, so good. You yeah. need to steward your story. Kayla, can you go oh, get a, can you go yeah. heat up a glass and get some freaking <laughs> cold water? Really yeah. Yeah. Jacob, put it, just put a video right here of that. Come I'm on. sure it's on YouTube. Yes. That's such a good that's illustration. That's so good, man. Yeah. So. Me and Mike Britt in AP Chemistry destroyed a, a beaker because it was overheated yeah. and we poured, yeah, and I almost cut my hand. Are you okay? Um... I think so, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but Stuart, yeah. Stuart. <laughs> that's, oh, that's man. why. Full circle yeah. here. I'll get him some hot water. The, the steward Good. your story thing, where you have to have the discernment yeah. of the context you're in. Yeah. You know, to, to understand. Sometimes you can be an overshare, and that's, that's a question of actually, I think I have a few boundary issues. Yep. I don't have enough boundaries yep. because I, I'm oversharing in the wrong context. Yep. So, yep. for instance, all four of us are fairly vulnerable right. when it comes to preaching mm -hmm. on a stage or talking in a podcast setting. Um, but there's stuff only you and, and that counselor know. Correct. There's, yeah. stu like, there's yeah. stuff only this guy, like I'm not saying that from a stage, even though I'm very authentic and vulnerable yeah. on stage. 100%. Um, you have to still steward and have yeah. the discernment to know here's what's appropriate for me to share. And I actually told, I love how you, you talked about even like the facial expression of your counselor. What's his name? Dr. Krug. Dr. Yep. Krug, Shout man, out. Come on. who just, he was like, you're not crazy. And yeah. he wasn't shocked. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't, he, I bet yeah. you like even, he's like, bro, you have no idea the stories that I hear. 100%. I, I'm more familiar with the human condition. Yep. Um, I, you're, you are not shocking me. I told uh, parents last week in a meeting who were going to have a conversation with their teenager. I said, okay, you have one chance at what your facial expression looks like so good. when your teenager confesses something to you. So good. And in that, that moment matters your countenance yep. and what you say. And if they believe they just shocked you, that's the last time they're telling you something. Yep. You get one chance yep. 
at how you're going to respond when you hear what they tell you. And I think a lot of people, that's what they expect is how God ultimately feels about mm -hmm. them. I was just talking to a guy who's mm -hmm. been through a lot, and he was talking about how people have treated him. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, but let me ask you this. What do you think God thinks about you right now? And yeah. he just broke, you know, because that's the ultimate place of feeling like you've wow. shocked God. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I feel like that as a college guy, that he'd be surprised by me, you know, of like, oh, you know, I had this plan for you, yeah. but you've done all this stuff. I never would have seen this coming. I can't believe you. Oh. And that's why I'm so thankful for scripture. Yeah. Because that disarms you completely when you read all the stories of all the people who you'd be like, well, they, I, I couldn't have shocked God if they didn't, you know, hmm. when you can move to the other side and see the countenance of God. Right. And realize he's not standing there like a parent, like frazzled by you. But he's like, I know, I know. Come to me. It's the return to Eden and going like, wait, yeah. even in Eden, like, what did they do? It wasn't like we always focus on the apple. We never like everyone's going to eat the apple. Yeah. But it was the fact that they thought oh, I've got to run and hide. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's the part that like we have to remember, like you don't have to run and hide. Yeah. Um, Craig Rochelle says this thing. He says, everything you speak should be true, but not every truth has to be spoken. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wait, that's that's good. That's a good reminder for me when I'm being yeah. authentic yeah. and vulnerable. I don't have to bleed because um, I think when we share from a scar, it brings strength. It brings hope. Yeah. Sometimes it's a wound that's closing in an appropriate way. But like sheep scatter when the shepherd bleeds. And it's like we have to, hmm. all of us are shepherding somebody in our lives mm -hmm. and going like, wait, like I don't process with my kids my trauma. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right, right. like that's, it's not. I think that's such a good practical advice out of this conversation yeah. is choosing your outputs, you know, for that 100%. kind of stuff. I've got two more questions. Um, and you guys obviously pitch in. You did, this could be a whole sermon, obviously, but when it comes to anger, I love that you talked about it in the sense of like, this is in you, it's wired yeah. in you, and it's meant to be a secondary emotion, and yeah. it can actually serve a purpose. Yeah. Righteous anger. Yes. How do you? How have you placed anger in its proper mm. places? Yeah, I mean that, that's still a journey, dude. It's still a journey. It it's having accountability in my life to uh, process it in the moment mm -hmm. and go like, whoa, 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 you're pretty hot about that right now. Yeah. Um, and then it's uh, forecasting like, hey, I'm gonna react this way, and somebody going, ooh. That feels like it's got some simmer on it. Like, mm. I don't think that's just the thing. There's something mm. below that. So um, scripture is very clear about righteous anger. Um, there's a way to process it. There's a way to navigate it. If you go to New Testament, there are moments where injustice happens amongst mm. relationships. It gives us a way to do that. Yeah. If the fruit of my anger is not righteous, I can't claim that my anger was. There you go. Ooh. So it's like, guy's, it, okay, it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, which, which one of us should oh, he replace something? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, I, can't, I can't claim I did the, the Jesus thing, yeah. but I didn't do it the Jesus dude, way. Dude, so. if the Why? fruit of your anger is not righteous, you can't claim that your anger was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so you walk away wow. from that, that confrontation you had with that guy, and you drive home and you're pretty certain that he's now more angry, more upset with the church, more feeling more shame, whatever it is. Yep. Those are the moments where I go, I try to speak truth. I think I did it with a lot of unrighteous anger. Mm. And it, I probably need, know, to, need to pull that back. I'm my kids' sports games. <laughs> like it, 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 likes to fight guys. No, no lie. No lie. Seriously, like sports game, I'll never forget. Just like uh, we're in Lakeland, Florida. I blow up on this ref. Like, um, he had set my kid down in the game, which you're not allowed to do as the ref, right? But in my mind, it triggered injustice. Yeah. And I'm looking at my son, who's eight at the time, and I yeah. go, oh, you will not yeah. make him feel less. You will, you know, right. well, I can't claim that it was from a righteous place because of how I handled it. Mm -hmm. And there's part of that you go, well, dude, but that's what a father should feel. No, 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 no. There was more beneath the surface. Yeah. I was acting out of my own trauma, not just as a father. Yeah. So it was a wounded child wow. pretending to be a protective father. Yeah. And then it yeah. came out as last year. Yeah. That and there's a difference mm -hmm. between what a father should do and a father should feel, right? Yes. You may feel that, but how you react out of it is, but I think of righteous anger all the way to the degree of like a pastor that's a friend of ours that rescues kids out of trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he had such a righteous anger about Good. that reality, but he doesn't go and like try to kill the pimps. Right. He's praying for them too. Yep. His anger that oh, the, the righteousness that has come out of him has saved lives and also changing community because people are starting to see a different way. Dude, we That's were it. we were with him and he he set up a meeting with a pimp. Yeah. And we're all like, so we're gonna fight, right? Yeah, like like, like yeah. internally. Like, like, we'll yeah. 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 Dude, 
just with a gentle spirit just made eye contact with the pimp asked the pimp about their story like sat down and we're all yeah. over here like steaming like well what are we supposed to do yeah. it was a while it was hard we weren't ready it was, for it no it was very he was telling the stories about like people come in and do that yeah, people come right. in and right and you know surface level and it's out of a noble heart right but it makes the problem worse well right. or he pays the price for or, somebody yeah, who exactly, take, like, right. comes in you know and don't you anyway. think righteous anger would take us to the place of like we wrestle not against uh, flesh and blood? Right. Yeah. And so then if it's righteous, yeah. I'm able to see that like, yeah. wait, something else is at play. Yeah. Sometimes I get wow. angry enough at the thing that causes this person pain that's yeah. treating me this way that yeah. I go, no, my anger causes me to be so mad at that that I want to like yeah. kill you with kindness. Yeah. I want to yeah. be so right. kind to you that heals that thing. And, yeah. I mean, Jesus hmm. displayed righteous anger, flipping tables, like all those kinds of moments. Sure. But the ultimate place that his anger led him was to lay his life down for everyone. Yeah. Right. So if, if your anger leads you there, then you're probably on the right track. Yeah. I, I think true righteous anger looks like perseverance. Yeah. Right. It looks like I'm so angry about this in a righteous way that I'm going to push through all of the, the tough moments. I'm going to push through all the obstacles that come my way. It's ultimately Jesus pushing yeah. all the way through to the yeah. cross going, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going until the world is I changed. Will, I will deal with the problem. Yeah. yeah, that's where my anger has yeah. led me. Good, is I'll take care of this good, for good, you guys. Good. Uh, last thing, mm -hmm. thinking relationally, mm -hmm. you talked about screamers and steamers. Yeah, um, yeah. in marriage, how does yeah. that play out for you guys? When like, how do you handle conflict? How do you handle anger? There's, I think we're all trying to learn and figure that out. Yeah, I'm the last person in the world that should give me relational advice. Uh, <laughs> Brent is technically James. I think I am. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I think you'd be an expert right now. Ryan's like, I have zero confidence with <laughs> my spouse right now. Yeah, never had a single fight. Never had a fight. Um, well, it's interesting because we're both wired differently. Yeah. So the, the issue is when we have real passionate disagreements, the issue is I want to vocalize, I want to talk, she wants to shut down. Mm -hmm. So what we are trying to be better at, um, I'd say really like in the last three years, I feel like we're getting better. So it's like yeah. talking about it getting yeah. a plan for it. We've been doing that for a while. We're yeah. finally is I'm learning to give space hmm. for the process. She's also willing to speed up some of the processing or let me into some of the processing. Hmm. Um, Brit is more wired to bring peace. And um, my fear when we don't have conflict or process out loud is that she's going to pretend to have peace and we're going to have a divorce at 50. Hmm. And so one day vocalizing that to her and going, Hey, I feel like your rush to solution to make me feel like we're not in conflict is actually stuffing it down. And one day it's going to come out. Wow. And um, that's what we've processed. And then her side is, well, I feel like you don't always weigh the weight of your words. Um, you use yeah. heavy words lightly. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, so I, mm. so that's been the give and take where yeah. we're trying to navigate that and go, yeah. Um, how do I communicate to her what her soul needs to hear and heal. Yeah. And she's trying to learn how to do that for me too. So, wow. dude, that's great. That's the key, I think, is ask, actually asking the other person how they're feeling and how they will receive, like what they need out of that. When most of the time our default mode is like, no, this is just how you express things. This is, this how, is how, how you fight. This yep. is how you argue. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to happen. That's good. I'm going to apply that to my life. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's like, I gotta make a phone call. Hold on. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I gotta go. Got a phone right there. I can't watch with my wife right now. I'm realizing how wrong I've been for nine years. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I no wonder if my wife paints for this. Um, yeah. That's great. Thanks, dude. Uh, guys, thanks for letting us come down and hang out. For real. Like you, you will return. There are so many people who watch this, watch you guys, and um are seeing what's happening in austin and i'm telling you from an outsider now who feels like an insider what is happening here who you guys are uh is so stinking special mm -hmm. um i feel like i've been in church my whole life even when i was out of it and um this weekend i was just full of hope for who the church is today mm -hmm. like there's a lot of news about who the church is and should be and dude after this weekend, I'm like, I've never felt more hopeful about who the church is, who we're called to be, um, who we're loving, and how we're caring for people. Like, you guys are doing it. What I would tell that 17-year-old living in the back of the sport, come check out Red Rocks. <laughs> I think you're like, dude. And smash that like button on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. Dude, you can chime in anytime. Um, Do you want to give a final chime, Doug, for your, your last comment of the day? 
Just Thank for, you. Just for the send-off. One more chime. Do it. A chime a dozen for my thoughts. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the expression. <laughs> maybe, maybe you may have melded to that, but I like it. I'm for that. We'll make t-shirt of that. Oh, chime for your thoughts? Okay. Um, no, man. Still we just to make it happen. We love you guys. <laughs> yeah. You and Britt, who, by the way, is also a preacher. She's amazing. Yeah, let's go. Come on. And she's preaching at our beloved Come on. women's conference. Let's go. And we can't wait for it. By the time this gets released tomorrow, which it'll be today for you. <laughs> you just cut this out. Already <laughs> preached last night. Wow. Can't wait. Job, you, you guys. <laughs> We're to navigate that time was there. It was. Also another good movie. Um, movie. You guys are a power couple, and I think God brought you into the Red Rock story at the perfect time. And uh, I know brought you guys into our lives at the perfect time. There's so much about even like the man that you are that I want to be. Even when he was introducing you and he said, you're going to want to like touch James and be like, oh, dude, are you real? Yeah. Are you, you have so much passion and a zeal for life. And I'm recovering a lot of that in my life. Wow. And so yeah. um, I, I look at so much of the attributes of who you are and I go, I want, I want more of that in, in my life. And, and even this morning we were getting ready to come into work and um, my wife was like, she's like, babe, you and Ryan and Ethan are great. But it was so refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. She's like, it was, he was just, he just brought that in like a fresh, new, different kind of way. And yeah. uh, it was yeah. a gift yeah. for our church. Lower man. IQ, a little bit goofier way. No, like, I got so you. Good, You're man. like, Sam, you could have just said the second part. <laughs> and then she like backtracked. I was like, babe, I, I agree with no, you. We, we trust we, totally right. agree. No, I understand. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah, a gift, bro. So thank you, yeah, man. Dude, and you thank too. you for uh, just being an open book with your story. Yeah. I think that's just so powerful for people. I have in the last 48 hours had conversations with my wife sharing things that we haven't talked about before. Wow. And that truly was inspired by, I'm like, look at this dude's on the stage right now telling stories and his story to the deepest level. So thank you uh, for that. We love you, dude. You're, love you, bro. you're a bro. Let's go. You're always welcome on. on this set. On. Sometimes we'll have you call in maybe. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I gotta just, one second. Hey, Sean, he did a great job. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we love him. He's awesome. <laughs> See you soon, Dad. For sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he said you can come back to Denver. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Dude, we love you. Yeah. James, thanks for being here. Smash that like button. Come on. Share the podcast, especially this conversation for yeah. real. Your friend needs to hear James' story, so share this. And uh, we'll be back for episode 12. Wow. 12 Tribes of Israel, 12 Disciples, 12 episodes. 12 months in a year. It all makes 12 sense. 12, 12 continents. <laughs> uh, a dime, 12, 12 cents for a your chime, thoughts. A chime a dozen. And with that, we say so long, go bus. <laughs>